Welcome to the Wealth Matters Podcast, where investors come together to better understand how to build passive cash flow and create generational wealth without all the confusing mumbo jumbo. Here's your host and co-author of Amazon number one bestseller, Alpesh Pamar. Welcome to the Monday section of Wealth Matters Podcast. Again, I'll be talking about crypto. As you can tell, usually on Thursdays, I uh, discuss about real estate with most of my guests. And on Mondays, I try to come up with the ideas, investment ideas, or some of the points I have in my mind. I want to bring it to your attention. And today, again, I want to talk about crypto because we just finished uh, raising capital for Bitcoin Mining Fund 3. Again, it's uh, for non-accredited investors. I'm not advertising for the fund here. We already finished the fund or it's fully subscribed. But one question everyone asks me, almost every investor is that, will a government ban Bitcoin? Do you think US government would ban crypto? If you would have asked me five years ago or in 2015 when I started investing, I would have said yes. Or maybe in 2019, I would have said it's possible. At this point, I don't think it's possible. The cat is out of the bag. Most of the countries are adopting around uh, Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies. As you can see, El Salvador started using Bitcoin as uh, their currency. I'm pretty sure you can read a lot of this, what I'm going to talk about here in the news. So it's not something I'm coming up with on my own. It's just that I've collected all the news and pretty much going through a lot of it is a lot of South American countries are also looking into making Bitcoin a legal tender, right? So 2020, a lot of things change, as you can tell because of COVID, real estate market went up, uh, supply chain issues, everything else went up, car prices, stocks, uh, and of course, crypto as well, right? So during all that, governments uh, around the world continue to print money. And what does it do to our money? I'm just going to focus a lot on US dollar because that's what I decide. And I understand uh, a lot more about US dollar. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you do because even if you are, if you don't reside in US, a lot of the trades happen using USD, right? So we continue to print here US dollar while, you know, we also continue to say that economy is doing good, right? We have kept the interest rates near zero, also pumped the economy. And uh, what that kind of money printing does to your USD or your dollar is that it's inflation. It's going to eat away. And just the latest inflation number from October shows that we have inflation of 6.2%. U.S. government tries to keep the inflation around 2% and it's been a norm. But this year in July, I think we saw the inflation spike up or maybe August to 4.5%. And now in October is 6.2%. So one is inflation. The other side, a lot of crypto investors are making a lot of monies and from stocks and cryptos and they don't want to work or they are using DoorDash and Uber to work on their own, right? Pretty much now they are their own boss. And then, you know, in their free time, they can invest in stocks, cryptos, real estate, and make more money. So because of the inflation and because of the opportunity available. So I think this is one thing we are going to continue to see. So I'm going to talk about mining and why US uh, being a capitalist country will not ban Bitcoin or cryptos. We are not socialist. We are not communist here. So, and there are, of course, a lot of people who say there are bad sides of capitalism 
but capitalist is where the money flows, where it cycles and that's how the economies grow, right? So it's important to have the balance uh, and communism or socialism is not the way to go. But again, I'm not here to talk about politics. So one thing uh, before we get started, can you guys please subscribe and like the video on YouTube? If you are listening to me on audio platforms like Apple Podcasts and Google, etc., please leave a review and like the audio as well. So we are seeing a lot of Bitcoin miners relocating to the United States, Canada, and Russia and restarting their profitable operations when you know China banned Bitcoin mining in June or July. And that's when actually we also mined a lot of Bitcoins uh, from our fund one. According to the crypto.com platform, the global number of crypto users more than doubled from 106 million in January to 203 million in May. So let me repeat that again. The number of crypto users almost doubled in four months despite the biggest drawdown in years. Much of the fear around the US ban can be tied back to this past summer when China's crypto ban was making the news. The ban began in June with a crackdown on Bitcoin mining in the Sichuan province and this was followed by a nationwide ban on all crypto mining trading and transactions. Of course, because of that, crypto prices plummeted and the mainstream media once again told us the sky was falling for crypto. That one country's ban would somehow mark the death of Bitcoin and the greater crypto ecosystem worldwide. <laughs> I don't think this is going to happen in US, right? US regulatory agencies have allowed companies like Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, City Groups, and others to offer Bitcoin to their clients. They have seen companies like Mass Mutual, the oldest insurance firm in the US, add Bitcoin to its balance sheet. These financial giants have every incentive to fight tooth and nail to keep Bitcoin alive since they have skin in the game. So again, don't bet against Wall Street. Many states such as Texas and Washington offer electricity prices as low as 8 cents per kilowatt hour. That's nearly half of the global and US average, which stands at 14 cents and 13.5 cents respectively. A big reason for this is that these states are flush with renewable power sources. Washington is a mukbaka for hydropowered mining farms. Meanwhile, Texas is aggressively prioritizing growing its reliance on renewable energy by adding more wind and solar power. New York is another state with ultra-competitive electricity prices. So low energy prices are the ultimate draw for miners who already compete in a low margin industry, right? And I keep talking about this, right? The three things affect our Bitcoin mining operation. First one is the price of Bitcoin, of course. The difficulty in hash rate, right? How, how, many, how many Bitcoin we can mine per, per block? And the third is utility cost. As you know, first two, none of us can control, right? But the third, utility cost, electricity cost is what we can control, right? It's, that is why it's a big reason large miners like Marathon Digital, Riot Blockchain, Bit Digital, Busy host, host Technologies have all set up shop in those states. So that's about mining, right? Why US has become big deal. Actually, US now owns, the, once upon a time, China owned 70% of the mining hash rate and US was like distant second, about 15%. Now US hash rate has grown to 35%. So it's the number one and China is pretty much uh, nowhere to be seen, right? 
So it's pretty interesting. And remember, China is governed by an authoritarian regime, right, with a history of human rights violations and banning technology that empowers the individuals, right? They famously implemented the Great Firewall of China, which prevents their citizens from accessing the free and open global internet. So again, you know, it's surprising that China is now again trying to prevent their citizens from using the free and open network Bitcoin because they want ultimate control over their citizens. So is it even possible to ban Bitcoin? Practically speaking, the Bitcoin network is impossible to ban due to its decentralized nature. China has attempted to ban Bitcoin more than a dozen times. So you can look me up. If I'm wrong, please let me know. So they can make it hard for Chinese citizens to use Bitcoin or any other cryptos, but they can't ban. And I have so many friends in China right now. Right now, they are buying coins with me. One of them is Candela and a lot of others using software wallets or decentralized exchanges and VPN, right? So you can't ban. India India kept saying that they are going to ban. And recently they had a new token which was launched in India. The largest token of India which was launched is called Gari, G-A-R-I. I'm not advertising for it. It's for Chingari app. And it was launched by the, by the biggest Bollywood stars and celebrities, right? Pretty much humongous amount of capital in less than a week. So again, it's very difficult. Does the Chinese ban hurt Bitcoin? The Chinese ban on Bitcoin did hurt the price in the short term, as we saw, but it's bounced back from 29,000 to 60,000, 62,000 as of today. Speculators and newcomers were likely concerned by the move and Chinese miners had to sell Bitcoin in April to cover costs while relocating their operations out of China. For reference, China also banned Facebook, Google, and Amazon, which were some of the best performing investments in the last 15 years. So do you think if China bans a company or Bitcoin, and would that hurt a company or cryptos in long term? I don't think so. So will US ban Bitcoin? No, Bitcoin and America, I think, share many values. Decentralization of power, like three separate branches of government, individual liberty, life, pursuit of happiness, economy based on free markets. Whereas China is the complete, complete opposite. So this is why I think US is showing signs of embracing it. So actually, US regulators, if they wanted to ban it, they would have banned it in April. June, uh, but not possible anymore, right? When you have so many people invested in this coin, so many, especially institutional adoption is the big deal. So just take Square as an example, the financial payments company was an early adapter of Bitcoin. In its second quarter later, Square reported cash apps, services, annual Bitcoin draw revenue rose 200% to 2.72 billion, right? So do you think other financial and payment firms will see idly buy and watch Square triple its free fee revenue from just Bitcoin payments. Just as important Square and PayPal, another company giving its customers crypto access have seen combined user growth of 85 million new customers over the past year. So this is creating a competitive advantage for them that big tech can ignore. This is why Facebook just is going to rename itself to Meta META because they want to take advantage of uh, the Metaverse, which is growing on crypto or the virtual world, right? Microsoft is looking into it and a lot of other companies are now looking into it. So I don't think you can ban. Why would US look into banning Bitcoin when they know Tesla, MicroStrategy, Square, PayPal, Robinhood, a lot of these public companies own significant amount of Bitcoin, right? So they don't want to hurt the economy right now and they don't want to hurt it by themselves ever, right? Otherwise, they should stop printing money. So on top of that, Fidelity just bought stake, stake in Mara. So 
that's why if you have stock uh, stock had jumped uh, 27% in around August 4th because Fidelity bought 20 million worth of stocks, right? Vanguard, BlackRock have all bought into Mara in the past, which is Marathon Digital. So I think at this point, pretty much US, all, all the governments around the world are slowly accept, accepting all of this, that Bitcoin cryptos are here to stay. Actually, on top of that, US just added crypto as part of the new tax bill or infrastructure bill as part of, uh, and they, they said that Coinbase and other exchanges would be deemed as a broker so that they can get more tax revenue, right? So why did they do it? If they wanted to ban, they would have just said that we are banning cryptos, right? They This shows to me that they are now embracing cryptos. So just in a nutshell, I don't think it's easy to ban uh, Bitcoin or any cryptos right now. Of course, cryptos will be volatile and I think some of the cryptos will consolidate it. Some of them will turn to zero, but Bitcoin and Ethereum are here to stay. And I'm pretty sure a lot of other currencies like Solana, Polygon, Matic, etc. are here to stay. So hopefully you like this video. Please let me know what you think. I just wanted to answer this question and I didn't want to go through a, off a tangent here, but a lot of people keep asking me. So I want to record this video so that, you know, I can point all of them to this particular video. Thank you so much for watching. Thanks for listening to the Wealth Matters podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star rating on iTunes so others can enjoy the show too. Have a great week and happy investing!